That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. If you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. I'm Jean McDonald, and I am here with my very good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. Hi, James. How are you doing today? And have you done your weekly review? Hi, Jean. I am doing well today. And yes, this morning I did my weekly review. Congratulations. I too have done my weekly review, although I would say on the spectrum from shoddy to David Allen quality, it's quite close to shoddy. <laughs> but I see. <laughs> reviewing something is better than reviewing nothing. That's my uh, philosophy. That's your motto. Days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's it definitely helps me even if I don't get 100% mind like water uh, quality out of uh, doing the review, I do get, I don't know, mind like slightly choppy uh, <laughs> lake, <laughs> which is better than crashing uh, waves in the Pacific Ocean. And sometimes I just get mind like ice. <laughs> or just, you need to take like a, a little pick to it to get anything yeah. to happen. Yeah, well... Um, well, that's good. I'm glad we're still on our streak. And uh, to our next question, first, let's bring in the band. The weekly to do, yeah, the weekly to do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to do. So, your weekly to do, James. Uh, I confess I forgot what it is, and could you remind me and let me know how it went? Uh, so it was to figure out like a kind of my weekly routine or the goal for exercise and what have you. Mm -hmm. And um, I made some progress, but I don't have it completely nailed down yet. Um, so it's the the notion is it should incorporate – you know, some, I have an indoor rower that's mm -hmm. in my garage. So, um, I tend to like, well, since I don't really enjoy any exercise, it's the <laughs> most, it's, it's the one that, uh, or the aerobic one that I, I seem to like the most. Um, plus, you know, it's upper body as well as legs. Um, mm -hmm. so that's certainly on the list. Um, but also incorporating, uh, some flexibility and stretching and um, some mindfulness uh, yoga mm -hmm. and um, a little, uh, and I always pronounce it wrong, Qigong, sometimes uh, known as Tai Chi. Um, no, those are two different things. They are, but they, <laughs> they are, but I mean, people will often talk about them as in similar ways. Yes. Um, but it's kind of a, a, a a movement-based meditation style. Um, yes. So those uh, would end up being uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Those are things being incorporated, but I don't have it all planned out yet. That sounds good. Um, yeah, I have done – I did one class in Qigong. Uh, it was really eye-opening, actually. And uh, I would like to do Tai Chi. I have never taken a class in that. Uh, 
Maybe it's a thing one could do via YouTube in these days of quarantine. <laughs> uh, anyway, for me, my, uh, my weekly to-do that I defined last week was to start back with the process of uh, Simple Bank, uh, the online bank, to find out what was the latest with my account, which had some hiccups when I first started it. And it was, uh, you know, well, they sent me a, a cash card, but it didn't work. Like I tried to register it and it didn't work. And, and once I got into discussion with them, they were like, well, we don't even know who for sure who you are. You have to prove who you are. Please send us a copy of your social security card. It's a thing I do not have. And uh. I <laughs> went back and forth with them a few times. I'm like, I have never had to produce a social security card to open any kind of banking account. Um, you're not even supposed to use it as identification. And just, you know, so the last thing that I did with them is a guy, guy with their support said, well, we'll send us a, uh, you know, a scan, a color scan of your passport and your driver's license. And so I did that and I never heard back again. Mm. And so, but it was so annoying, the whole thing that I, I completely put it into the big procrastination pile and like way on the bottom of the procrastination pile because um, I had a couple hundred dollars that I had put in. I just wanted to test out this like online banking system that people had been saying was so good. And so it was like amount of money that is not insignificant, but it was also not like, you know, oh my God, I'm going to to be broke if I don't get this money back right away. So... um. So my plan was this week to email them, you know, and say, okay, so remember back when I sent you my passport and my, my driver's license and you never answered me. And I went into my email to, you know, just see where my last email with them was. And I discovered like, oh, they did email me back. Um, <laughs> and I also learned like how long I have put this off and it's it's embarrassing but I'm just going to share it because I know that other people you know sometimes get themselves in this this kind of pattern and uh that email from them was from September 2017 so two and a half years ago I can't believe I managed to put it out of mind for that long <laughs> so and they said, whatever they said, I mean, I, so I went, you know, it said like, click on this to see the response. And I, I was like, oh, I probably won't even be able to log in, but I could. And they said, uh, we just can't verify who you are. So we're going to send your money in a check and close your account. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I mean, seems kind of weird that they would uh, send me the money, even though they didn't believe I was who I was. But whatever, apparently in September, they sent a check 
for two hundred dollars <laughs> that I never saw. September of twenty seventeen. Yeah. So, um, and so that I wanted to talk about this today as as a topic for our show. Um, you know the perils of really, you know, letting things go too long and why why we do it, but what what could we do to try to not get quite so out of date with certain things? Um, because it's not the first time it's happened to me in my life, but um, I thought, huh, when I, when I read that email, I thought, how did I ignore this? You know, because I was very keen to get this resolved with them, even though they were very annoying. And... And then I thought, oh, September 2017, that coincides with uh, the time for me where I had kind of an, you know, an anxiety uh, problem that I had never had before. I, I, I had never suffered from like anxiety. And I, once I, I did, I was like, oh, so this is what they're talking about um, with anxiety disorder. Um we were, we had just finished up uh, the fifth year of App Camp for Girls. There was a lot of pressure on me, uh, mostly put on by myself, to get money raised and to to you know get line up future sponsors and also you know to plan the next year. And um, I kind of had my like mental break moment where we had a day long board retreat and I realized I couldn't, I could not, you know, relieve any of the tension my body was feeling. It was super tense. And, and, you know, around at home, I just couldn't sleep or I couldn't get out of bed. Like I was just, it was, it was painful, actually. I never had experienced anything like that before. And so I ended up going, I called for an appointment with my psychiatrist, so somebody who I've been seeing for a couple of decades, actually, who um, had helped me manage bipolar disorder, which was my primary um, mental health issue. And he said, you know, you have to he said, first of all, here, here's some anxiety medication, which uh, was great. And you should take some time off. And I said, yeah, I thought I would take like a couple weeks off before I try to do anything else. He said, no, you really need to take at least a couple months. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I never experienced anything like that before either, you know, where somebody said, take two months off and don't do any work. And so that's mm -hmm. what I did. And, you know, avoid the things that make you f anxious. And that whole, you know, rigmarole with Simple Bank, what's making me anxious? And so I think I didn't even look at email for a month. And it was that month. Um, so uh, it just gave me a wake-up call today, realizing that, once again, I've done this thing where I, I mean, 
it's hard. It's very hard when when something makes you anxious to like dive into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know that I, I'm not sure. Maybe I couldn't have done anything else. Maybe it's just like a two hundred dollar fee for um, you know ha- life happening <laughs> when it happened, but. But uh, the similar thing that I had back in my, you know, back 25 years ago when I first was uh, diagnosed with bipolar disorder is that uh, when all the manic episode stuff was over, I had several credit card bills because that is one of the symptoms of a bipolar manic episode is that you spend a lot of money. And it wasn't like crazy, crazy money. I mean, it was, but for me, it was, you know, being several thousand dollars in credit card debt that Mm -hmm. I had never, never been up at that level. And I can remember like the credit card statements would come and I would just leave them in a pile and I wouldn't open them because I was so, so stressed. (laughs) And so, I, I mean, I just, it just was, yeah, I, I, I just couldn't go there um, at the time. But eventually, you know, I had to do something. I don't know what was the exact moment. Probably, like, you know, I was just feeling better and ready to, like, get things on track again. And in the meantime, like, the credit card companies had canceled my cards, and I couldn't get new ones because I had this, you know, record of... Mm-hmm not paying for so many months. And I thought, why didn't I just pay the minimum? You know, like, even if I couldn't pay the whole thing, like, why couldn't I just make sure that I wasn't in default with them? And again, you know, it's hard. And I think everybody's experience with this kind of thing would be different. But I, you know, I said to myself, well, the next time this happens, I'll try to like, not, uh, I don't know, figure out a space in which this is not personal. It has nothing to do with me other than, you know, of course, it's my, my debt, but I just take it and say, all I can do right now is pay this. Um, all, you know, and again, like with the most recent thing with the, these emails coming in 2017, I, sh- I, I should have, I don't know, I don't want to say should, like, but maybe I could have, you know, put like something on the schedule that said, for these, this half hour, you briefly scan email so that in case something important comes in, you can see it. And even, and, and if you can't deal with it, that's another, you know, thing to overcome. But to not even see it come in is, isn't going to help you in the long run. So I think that is, you know, my, my takeaway from today, which is sometimes you just want to figure out how it's, it's just money. It's just a credit card. It's just like you, you can spin a whole story of like, this is a a sign of my failure. Mm -hmm. This is a sign of, my life is ruined. I'm never going to be able to pay this off. So why even bother? And all that kind of stuff is like, that's, that's a story, you know, that you make up 
in, in your head and you get very like, you know, wrapped up in it. But when you can just say, this is just money, this is paper, this is an email, I can look at it and do or do not what I, you know, decide to do. But uh, by by giving kind of like some kind of magical power to this stuff so that it makes you turn into a crazy person again. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so that that is my story. I, and the, this, the, the story for today is that I did email them back and, and I said, you know, due to an email problem on my end, <laughs> because it's like, well, the email problem was I wasn't reading it, but whatever. Um, I did not see this notice that you closed my account and I did not get the check for $200. You know, is there, are there steps that we could take to um, look into this and reissue the check? And if they write back and say no, well, I've already decided in advance, like that's the end of it. And there you go. Um, and I, I know that exact feeling where you leave something and the longer it sits there, the bigger it gets, mm -hmm. even if it's not that big in your head, it gets, because now it's not just a thing. It's a thing that you feel like you should have gotten. I should have taken care of this already. I'm, I'm terrible. I like, I'm <laughs> like, I am a failure as a human being because of this thing and somebody who would was on top of it really would have taken care of this by now but i haven't and now i'm embarrassed to even ask them about and and just it kind of spins up and it's so easy just to like just not deal with it um even though the thing that i like inevitably like it's not like you're the only person that's ever had this issue it's not like you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. Um, I came across cause for a while, I think it was, was it after my dad passed away for a while? There was, I had this giant backlog of, of mail. Mm -hmm. Like I just, you know, I would scan it for things that I thought might be important, but I really didn't. And, um, and in there was a check that, uh, for my insurance company and, um, not for a claim, just. They do a rebate at the end of a hmm. year. Um, and, uh, but, you know, it was one of these, you know, good for 90 days or six months mm -hmm. and it was out of date. So, you know, I called and they reissued it. But you kind of do. You feel like you drop the ball. And um, I think for me, one of the, like, even in the time that we've been doing this podcast, we know there are times where I'm on top of my trusted system, and at the moment I'm feeling pretty good about my trusted system, and there are times mm -hmm. where I feel like it's gone, you know, it's like a, a desolate wasteland of a not particularly trusted system, <laughs> and I kind of feel bad about it, and and things slide. Um, and I don't necessarily know that there's ever going to be a time where that's completely untrue right where that yeah. cycle doesn't happen um but i think um and i think it's you have to give yourself like that 
either forgive yourself or not be too hard on yourself. In both cases, one, the fact that, you know, you you got into a situation that is not the best situation in the first place, but then also that you maybe dropped the ball in some correspondence or something and you didn't follow up or you missed an email. It happens. Um happens to the best of of everyone um in fact uh just a couple weeks ago was uh was doing something for estate planning for me mm-hmm. and um so i had kind of an initial phone consultation with the estate planning lawyer and then uh they're going to send uh like a letter to me with more details and like kind of the agreement and what have you and I noticed two weeks had passed and I hadn't received anything. So I sent them an email and they they got me the stuff. But it could have very easily, if I wasn't on top of the trusted system, have just – because, you know, it's not something I like thinking about. Mm-hmm. It's something I could have just said, you know, well, I'm waiting for this letter and it hasn't come. So clearly, clearly the universe is telling me I don't need to do estate planning. Um, <laughs> clearly. Um, but no, I think what really like, as opposed to, um, you know, it's not even that it would have crossed my mind. I would have just forgotten about it because there are so many other things I'd prefer to be thinking about. Um, but having that trusted system, even you having that ability to go back and look at past emails, um, that you archived was beneficial because at least you're able to track down what happened. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually surprised, like, in retrospect, um, you know, that they survived the great email purge of the weekly review. (laughs) Because we, you and I both dumped out lots of email. And I guess, probably what happened is I was like, going through email in um, the... um, Shoot, what is the name of it? It's the 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 email processing program, um, Maelstrom. Maelstrom, thank you. <laughs> that uh, I, you know, probably saw like sender, simple bank, you know, whatever ten emails, and I thought, well, I can't delete those, but I don't want to look at them. Right. Uh, so, so you know, that's true. I, I otherwise I've been completely clueless and uh yeah i think uh yeah i I mean getting down on yourself is never a great productivity strategy (laughs) no um you know having expectations of yourself is good if it helps you but having you know, recriminations against yourself uh, does not make you do more things. Right. And yeah, and also, yeah, holding yourself accountable or saying, oh, I really, I really didn't do what I was thinking I was going to do. What, like, how can I make that better next time? Um, Yeah. There's nothing wrong with evaluating and trying to improve, but um just berating yourself as as an idiot and a failure um that's that's it's probably not going to help you in in the short <laughs> run or the long run um pro- i'm i'm guessing i'm guessing no, it will I, not i don't think it will help anybody um so. yeah being able to forgive yourself is a 
is an important thing. But it is kind of like you could take it too far, though, and just not like try to be accountable to yourself at all, which isn't good either. Right. So there's this right. it's this middle ground that you're you're trying to walk. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think everybody has a different middle ground uh, for that. But, um, you know, I think. Most people, and certainly people listening to this podcast, are not interested in doing nothing. <laughs> right, they you actually want to get things if, done. <laughs> if anything, you're listening so that you're you, so that the fact that you're so squared away, just listening to us talk about our issues, make you feel better. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> because our, that's you're doing so much better than we are. <laughs> and speaking of emails, I just also a thing that I just. Started doing, uh, uh, oh, really, just last week. Um, I still, I, I think I had mentioned a while back that with SaneBox, at a certain point, they'll organize your mail into Sane later. But if you have mm-hmm. enough, they stick it in this thing called Sane Archive. Oh, really? Um, yes. And so, like, your super old mail ends up there. Oh, and I didn't realize so that. I'm at inbox zero. My sane later is at inbox zero for both of my accounts. But I do have a sizable number of emails still sitting in my sane archive. Mm. Um, and some of it, like a lot of it's just junk mail. Um, so it started out, my sane archive had uh, like how many things? Oh, gosh. Like it had maybe when I first started the email culling process in 2019, mm-hmm. um, it had about uh, maybe 20,000 emails were just in the archive. Yeah. Um, and then I got it down to about, oh, 9,200, 9,300. And then it sat there for about a year because they really are old emails, like at least two years old. Um, so they're not, you know, I could have just moved them all into a plain archive, but there's a lot of junk in there. So, um, <laughs> so 92, 9,300 emails. And so I just started kind of going through them again over the last week or two. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm down to about, uh, 6,900 emails. So I've gotten rid of, I don't know, wow, 2,500 or so. Um, so just, uh, eventually I'll have, I'll, I'll have this backlog done. But, you know, again, it's not the most important thing, but uh, it just seemed like it felt like something. Oh, I think I need to make progress, a little progress on this um, because it's been a year. Um, (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't know if it makes you feel better, but I still have stuff in Sane Archive from when I was using SaneBox, which is now over a year and a half ago. Um, and I'm like, eh, I'm not doing that anymore. So I'm not even going to look at those. And, right. I mean, uh, you could just move them into your regular archive and or trash them. That yeah, my, one or the other. Just yeah. make sure they're not from uh, somebody who tried to send you money. Yeah, that's the one that's thing. True. That's true. I think actually, you know what? That gives me an idea. Like for future, future Gene is. Um, I do use the Apple Mail VIP yes. feature, and I use it, you know, like 
selectively over time to like certain people like you are always a VIP. But when I'm doing, you know, say a project, like if we're doing um, a dub dub DC thing, and there's some people from Apple involved, I don't want to miss their emails. So I make them VIPs, but they don't need to be (laughs) they don't need to be VIPs all the time. And I do have yeah, a couple things where it was like, oh, I don't want to miss an email from this company or whatever. And so banks, uh, unfortunately, banks send you a lot of useless email. But, yes. uh, but simple, I knew that, you know, I was in a thing with them. And I could have made them a VIP. And then those notifications would have popped up. And I'd say, oh, they answered me. Let's find out what's happening. So... That would help, and that's that's not a solution I had back in the day with the, all the paper statements from credit card companies. Oh, absolutely. Although, although I did have the statements. <laughs> they were I, there. <laughs> I also wonder if somewhere in your boxes of things, whether there is an envelope with that check. I wonder about that, too, but I realize it doesn't matter because, you know, the well, it's cat, been so long. It's cash it's probably, within ninety days. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but James, I really think it would have, you know, made an impression on me because I was so, you know, much wanting to get this money back from them. I was surprised that now today I'm surprised. Like, oh, they actually sent it back. That if an envelope came into the house from them, I would have opened it. Like, it wouldn't have been one of the things that would have been like, uh, don't need to open it. But we'll find out. One of these days, I'll, I'll unpack all of those uh, um, inboxes within inboxes of stuff when I've cleared off my kitchen table. We'll and do, I think... We'll, we'll do a thing, James. You and me will do a a live you and me decluttering together thing. All right, that might be fun. And uh, well, we did it. You and I did it one that we didn't record before. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes those when you get a check, sometimes it's like in a very nondescript envelope because mm. they don't, you know, they don't want to like highlight. Hey, there's there's a check in. There's here. money in here. Exactly. Yeah, hey, well- potential thieves. <laughs> Yeah, that will be interesting. I mean, I do expect to find some things in these boxes, mainly gift card type things that are, you know, have value that I have, you know, forgotten about. And so I expect it to be a profitable exercise when I do clear out all this extra clutter. Excellent. Anyway, well, James, do you have anything else uh, we should talk about for today? No, I think uh, that can wrap it up for today's episode. Cool. Well, listeners, if you want to share um, how you've overcome that kind of inertia slash uh, fear, phobia of uh, a task that has waited for too long, then, you know, come and share it with us here. You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm, on micro.blog, and on Twitter, we are at The Weekly Review. And you can email us at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be great if you would review or rate this podcast. Maybe that's something on your list that you've procrastinated on for too long. So give it a shot. 
It helps the new listeners find us and it makes us smile to know you like us. Thanks for listening and we'll see you at the next weekly review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get.